0: Hey everyone, it's Shonfini here again, and you're welcome to another episode of my podcast. This podcast is created for African women who are interested in building structured and profitable tech powered businesses from the comfort of their homes without trading the things that matter to them the most, like their families and faith. If this sounds like what you want, please stick around. There's a lot of insightful and practical content that I have created and I am creating for you. In today's episode and the next few episodes, we'll be looking at the limiting beliefs and wrong mindsets that African women have about building a thriving digital business. And I will share insights that will help you ditch these beliefs and mindsets, which, by the way, sometimes comes with just being African and being Nigerian. And I will help you adopt a global approach to building your digital business. First of all, I'd love to mention that building a global digital brand as a woman isn't something your African descent naturally and automatically helps you achieve. Then there are cultural expectations placed on you that confines your role to more of domestic. Of course, several women are now breaking out of that, but the next big struggle usually is the tendency to play small, keep it local, and within reach. We're not doing that this time around, girlfriend. We're going to the world, we're going to the world, we're going global. Again, if you're married, you've got husbands and kids together for in between cooking meals and school runs, to so in-law duties, and if you're working, you've got work. If you're religious, there's church. Where's the time left to build something global, right? Another big struggle is the resources required. So women are like, I hear you show for me, and I want to build a structured and profitable tech-powered business from the comfort of my own. But where do I get the resources? Where do I get the money, the manpower, the tech knowledge, etc., to do that? We will get into all of that shortly, but today we will be looking at the most common one which is the money myth. The money myth says I need a lot of money to build a successful online business. Those on this table believe that it requires a lot of money to build a successful digital business. Now, why this misconception is very common in this part of the world is because the economy in this part is often poor and poverty is high. But no girlfriend, you do not need a lot of money to build a thriving online business. Why would you say that? I can imagine the expression on some people's faces as they hear me say that. Girl, what you need to build a digital business is the right resources. And resources come in different forms, in the form of time, relationships, giftings, information, knowledge, goodwill, experiences, etc. Money is one of, but not all the resources that you need to build your business. You know the best part, online businesses are even the cheapest to set up if you're referring to resources in terms of money. So instead of thinking i don't have enough money to start my business start thinking what resources do i have at my disposal right now and how can i leverage on that to start my business if all you have is time maybe you have a lot of time on your hands that's a resource that you can convert to building something tangible and how can you achieve that you can spend that time researching your business researching investors researching people that can partner with you people that need the product and by the time you're done researching you will find it easier to start. Then you can ask yourself, how can I trade with what I have to get what I want right now? This is the right mindset to begin with because regardless of where you are right now, you've got something to offer and trade with. I don't care what you're doing right now or what you think you have or you don't have, you have something that you can trade with. Then my proposed cure for this myth is a term that I've coined that I have called strategic resourcefulness. Now, this is a term that I have worked on, and you would not find this anywhere, not even on Google, right? To apply this principle of strategic resourcefulness, you have to answer 10 questions. And if you can answer these 10 questions, you will be able to start your business, I I promise, even if you don't have money. Number one is, what is my startup expenses? I want to start my online business, and I know I need money to start my online business, but how much exactly do I need? Now, pick up a pen and a paper and start writing up those things. Don't just keep it as figures in your head. Oh, I need to build a website. Website is around two hundred k. And don't, don't just do that. Actually, write it down so that you can have a clear and concise, a well written down figure of how much exactly you need. That way, you're telling your brain that this is what I need, and you're training your brain to start thinking of how to get that money or the alternative ways to make that happen. Number two. What is the smallest version of my big idea? So I want to start this um, e-commerce store that's like Junior or Conga. What is the smallest way I can start right now? I don't have the money to build a platform like that, but what can I start with right now? Can I start posting on my Instagram page? At least that's free, right? Can I, do I have some money to run some adverts? What can I, What what is the smallest way I can begin that would not cost me any money or that would not cost me a lot of money? There's always a small version of What you can start and eventually it's important that you keep the big goal in mind it's also a smart way to start small number three is who can i partner with who has what i need this is like a very important question and it requires you thinking requires you really sitting down with your business to understand the solution you're trying to provide to be able to come up with who you can partner with who can we do something together i was on instagram a few days ago and i saw this popular photographer Ghaz madu and this popular fashion designer, Lady Biba, collaborating for a project at every level you have in your business. There's only someone that you can collaborate or partner with to make your dream come alive. So you need to ask yourself that question. And if you're someone that is against partnership, I feel like you need to just retrain your mind to start thinking that partnerships are beneficial to your business, as long as you put the right structures in place from the start. And we'll discuss that in another episode. But today is just think about who you can partner with to make that business come alive. Who has what you need? What do you need? This is why I said list out everything you need so that you can find out who you can partner with. If you don't know what you need, how would you know who can help you? Even if somebody wants to help you and they want to partner with you, how would you know what to tell them if you don't have your need clearly written or clearly stated out? Number four question you should answer is what is the need for them? Except you're just trying to settle funds from your family and friends. Those are people that can help you without expecting anything in return. Every other person, and even for family and friends, sometimes they expect something in return. So you have to ask what's in it for them. If they help me achieve this, what are they going to get in return? And that is what you should put forward when you are discussing that partnership with them, not what you want them to do for you or what they're going to get in return. So if you don't have that answer yet, don't approach someone to partner with you. The next question is, what resources are available to me already? Think deeply and start to think of how you can maximize them. Number seven, what can I trade with to get what I want apart from money? What can I trade with? Do I have a skill set that I can trade? For instance, if I need money to start up something, do I have a skill that I can use to get like a part-time job that can get me some money to now fund that business? There are different ways to go about this, right? If I have a skill that can still make me some money, even though it's not something I want to build a business around, but I can still use it to make temporary money while I now use that money to fund the business I really want to run. Something like that, but you have to think about what you can trade with. Like I don't have money to build that business right now. Can I trade something? For instance, I need a web developer to develop something for me. Can I offer the web developer something that I have and they would do that thing for me for free? Do you get like, think deeply, think extensively. If possible, think in a team, like get a group of friends together and brainstorm and see how this can happen. Then also what existing platforms can I leverage on instead of building from the scratch? There are several tools, Right now, there's several platforms that have been created for different purposes. Instead of building from the scratch and looking for someone that would charge you maybe millions of naira or thousands of naira to build a platform, or to build something, start thinking of are there existing platforms that I can leverage on? I remember a girlfriend of mine just like two weeks ago was telling me about how she wanted to build a platform for social entrepreneurs, and she had you know reached out to software engineers and software developers, and they were charging her thousands of dollars and she didn't have that money and later she discovered a tool a paid tool but of course the payment was really flexible and really small compared to how much she was being charged and she could use the tool to build platform she wanted to build by herself it's a diy do-it-yourself platform and within two weeks she was done with the platform of course maybe what those guys are offering to build for her would have been better than what she built but at least she could start with what she had and then maybe later after she started making money or if she was able to pitch that to investors and she was able to get some money she can now build something way better but at least she has something to start with there are platforms all around before you start paying a lot of money or start thinking oh i can't start this business because i don't have the money to build this or to build that do your research well i think platforms are already existing that can even help you achieve this in the first place also the next question is what are the ways that i can enter into the market you might think is oh, this is the only way I can use to enter into the market, I have to do this, I have to create videos, I have to pay a video editor, all of those experiences. Start thinking, is there another way that I can do this without having to spend all of this money? It requires thinking, really, guys. If you want to save costs, if you have a lot of money saved in the bank and you have a lot of money to throw around, it's fine. You can just go ahead and start your business. But even if you do have that, I still advise that you still follow this principle so I can minimize a lot of costs starting your business. Second to the last question to ask is what can wait till later? What cannot wait? There's some things that you list as a need that can still wait till later. You don't have to do them right now. They can still wait till later. In that list that you have of the expenses that you need or the things that you need to start your business, categorize them into maybe three columns. One is must have, one should be should have, the other one is to have later. That way, you know what you need right now, what is critical, what can wait you need to maybe to find out what can wait and what cannot wait. The things that can wait, let them wait. The things that cannot, start with those things, really. That way, you're, you're minimizing costs. And lastly, what are my likely challenges? If I start this business, what are the likely issues that I'm gonna face? What are the likely um, pushbacks that are, are going to come to me? What are the likely unforeseen expenses that might you know come up along the way? list those things out, then start thinking of if this thing should happen, what are the what are the ways or what are the strategic ways and we use to resolve them apart from spending money. Those are ways that you need to start thinking. Even if you have a lot of money in the bank, like I've said, it is still important that you follow this process to minimize your cost. So you're not just throwing money around and eventually before you started, you've spent so much money. And it takes a while for you to, for the business to start giving you the money back. Again, we'll continue this conversation in the next episode. But bottom line is, having money to build an empire online is important. So I'm not downplaying the importance of money. There are so many ventures that I would have done myself. So many things or platforms I would have launched myself if I had the money to do that, right? So I'm not trying to downplay the importance of money. I'm just saying that even without having a lot of money, By being strategically resourceful, you can still build a successful empire on the internet. I'm going to stop there for today. And like I mentioned, we'll continue this conversation in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'd like to know what you think about this episode. Please drop your comments, like, subscribe, and do not forget to join my community at girlswomenbusinessclick.org to get more personal time with me so that I can help you in my own way. Catch you on the next episode. Keep winning.